day 70. Uh, welcome to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we want you to see that the Bible is more like a window than a mirror. And what we mean by that is it's a window where we come to see God, not primarily ourselves. Yep. And we are still journeying through the book of Samuel, right? Just yeah. a reminder. Samuel was one book, yeah. you know, first and second, it's split up in half. Cut it's in half, it, yep. it, it, it it breaks at the death of Saul, right? Yep. The first king. And like we said last time, like, mm-hmm. man, good leaders don't last mm. forever. That's, That's the bad news. Yeah. Moses dies. Joshua dies. But here's the good news. Bad leaders don't mm. last forever. Saul dies. Yeah. David comes in. And these four chapters are about David's rise, fam. He yeah. takes off. He He's like Steph Curry in 20... <laughs> From 2014, 2015 to 2016. Rocket ship. MVP. Yeah. Prime. Yeah, yeah. Just he's, he's takes off, right? So uh, in chapter five, David is finally made king, right? And the Amen. thing that's significant about this is he got the promise 13 years ago, mm. right? So it's like- He's 30 now, yeah. Yeah, so we, sometimes when we hear the promises of God- we expect the promises of God to take place mm. shortly after God speaks them. Right. But at the end of the day, uh, often what we see throughout all of Scripture is God's promises are often delayed, but they're never denied. And that's what we see here. God fulfills mm. his promise, not just to David, but to Israel. So David even knows this at the end. So he's going to say in the fifth chapter, yo, God did this for the sake of his people. And so I love this. David, God is fulfilling his promise to David and David is seeing God fulfilling his promise to him as a window into what God is like and not a mirror into what David's like. Mm, Gotcha. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, man, one of the things I just saw was like from the beginning, right? uh, It was not just about God having a nation or even just a family, right? As we would think, but also a kingdom, right? God is a king. Yahweh is king. That's all throughout the Old Testament, all throughout the Psalms, Yahweh is king and he's exercising his kingship and his rulership through an earthly king, David. Right. Right. And David here, the text will say like he's supposed to be a shepherd and a ruler. Right. And this idea of him being a shepherd means that he's supposed to care for his sheep. Right. The flock. Right. right. right? Yeah. And so yeah. David is um, who he's supposed to be. Right? right. He's he's that guy. He is not like Saul. Um, he gets Jerusalem. Right. right. At the end of this chapter, in yep. the chapter five. Uh, which is super important throughout the biblical text. Yeah. And uh and he's killing it, bro. And you know, he goes and gets the Ark of the Covenant. Yep. After that. And that and that's big. He's like, Yo, I need the Ark here too. I can't. I got to. We got the city. Right. I gotta go get the Ark. Yep. And so he goes and gets the Ark. And the Ark is this, yeah, it represents the presence of God in the midst of his people. Um, it symbolizes the Lord's throne, right? Yep. And so the Lord's throne and David's throne are like one in the same, right? Yeah. Um, in a sense. And so, uh, yeah, when he does that, he goes and gets the ark. And man, he's hype. Right. He's joyful, bro. Yo, dancing. Yeah. This is it. This dancing is so it. all his clothes come off. Yeah. And man, as holy as God is, bro, in right. his presence, there's just much rejoicing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you think those two things are polar opposites. Like, yeah. oh, God is holy. I have to be upright, uh, <laughs> clean as a whistle, and yeah. straight, stiff. Right, but it's like no rejoicing is yeah. in presence. Holiness now. doesn't just repel sin; it uh, attracts mm. joy. Yeah. It's 
attractive. And so David mm. does this, and what we get is Saul's daughter starting to act real spicy, right? Hey, so yeah, 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 yeah. So Saul's petty, and she gets her pettiness from a dad. And so the author is going to draw you into this because mm-hmm. it's constantly going to say. It's not just going to say his, uh, her name, yeah. but they're going to go and say, Saul's daughter, Michael. Saul's daughter, Michael. Because mm-hmm. they want you to know the pettiness that her daddy had, mm-hmm. she got the same thing. Yeah. So while David is rejoicing unto the Lord, she's insecure and jealous. And she's saying, yo, look at all these girls. David must be feeling all these girls. They're feeling right. him. And right. she rebukes him. Yeah. And David, here's what I love about the text, yo. Mm. It's so human. Yeah, yeah. David is so like, he's a king, he's holy, but David gets spicy right back. And yeah. he's like, no, 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 no. See, look, you're concerned about what goes on around you. Mm. I'm praising the God above us. Do yeah. you remember the same God that chose me over your, your daddy? Over right? your daddy. <laughs> right? Your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yo, and, and so you just see this like, David is confident in right. who God is, what God has done. Yeah. And so you just can't stop his praise, his love, his admiration mm. for God. And look, that's what a revelation of what God is meant to do. Yeah. A revelation of who God is, mm. is meant to make us joyful, right? Mm. That as we find ourselves uh, lacking joy, yeah. You know, the best way is not to try to muster it up on the inside. The best way mm-hmm. is to look to God and get a fresh revelation of who God is. And and that joy is a byproduct yeah. of being able to see God rightly. And that's what we're trying to do here now as yes. we look and read in the text and we talk through this. We hope yeah. that y'all yeah, hear and catch some of this joy that we have. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. bro. And it's like, bro, it's, man, it's weird because it's like, I, I can't. Prove this from the text, but David is probably just hype, bro. Like super hype. It's all yeah. good, man. It's all good in the neighborhood. And yeah, I've had those feelings in my Christian uh seasons in my Christian life where it's like everything is just great. Like right. heaven's supposed to be better. Like, you know. <laughs> right. And so David got his feet kicked up in the palace. Yeah. Right. And then we reach one of the most craziest passages in the whole mm. Old Testament, whole Bible. Yeah. One of the most pinnacle, uh, the pinnacle of uh the covenants in the Old Testament. And yeah. so in chapter seven. David's like, man, God, I want you to have a house, man. Yeah, man, God, I got all this nice stuff. I got stuff. all this stuff. People want to come and do cribs in my joint, God, and you're yeah. still sitting here in this tent. Yeah, and God will say later when he talks to Solomon, he will say that your your father desired to build this temple, but he didn't do it. I let you do it. Yeah. And he had a good desire. Right. right? So he had a good desire, and God is like, no, 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 no. I've been dwelling with my people in the tents yeah. ever since I bought them out of uh egypt right right like i've been tabernacling yeah. with them right ever since they come out of egypt and jesus will come and say he tabernacled among us, us right right but his father was already doing that uh, you see yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so anyway he's like yo yo i'm good i'm straight. um but he says yo i'm gonna promise you a son yeah right? um mm. and his son will come from his body mm. the bible says um he's like yo i chose you i'm gonna promise you a son um and your name's going to be great. He gives all of these crazy promises uh, that they'll be in this land and his house will be forever. And he'll have a dynasty. Right. right. And it's so crazy that um, when you look at biblical history, that David literally has someone on the throne from his line for 400 years right. until the exile. Right. And that is longer than any other dynasty in the history of the ancient world. That's Egypt, crazy. 
like God literally kept his promise was legit, bro. Yeah, yeah. And so he he says, yo, your son, boom. I'm, he, then he says this. This is what killed me, John. He says, yo, <laughs> I will be his father. Mm. That's what Yahweh says. Mm. Old Testament ears, it's like, no, 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 no. God is our father ah. as a as a as a as a collective uh-huh, whole. Uh-huh. But he ain't individually nobody's dad, fam. Right, like, right, yo. right. So what we have here is what the Bible, uh, something in the Bible called near and far fulfillment. Basically, God fulfills his promise in Solomon, right? But he also ultimately fulfills it in Jesus. Right. Right. And Jesus is this son. That's dope. Who's gonna come from David's line, even after the exile, yeah. when the people don't have a, a Davidic king on the throne. Right. Jesus comes on the scene. As the king. As the king of David, bro. That's dope. And God fulfills his promise in Christ. And now we can become sons because of Jesus. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah.